0: Welcome to Franchise Surprise.
1: The only podcast where going to the moon is like going to Reno, except no blackjack.
0: I'm Nick Lathan.
1: I'm Rip Camelucci. And
2: I'm Peyton Lynch. And this is indiana jones and the dial of destiny
0: that's right everybody we're doing an audio play version of the movie that's what (laughs) this is
2: (laughs) and i'm playing marion so i'm going to turn uh my zoom off and then come back in an hour and a half
1: okay (laughs) and i'm playing teddy that's why i let my hair grow out and And i'm wearing a miami dolphin because i'll just say this my favorite part of the movie. Is Teddy wearing a bob greasy jersey, a yeah. very unofficial Bob greasy jersey for the time period oh baby pretty good Spins up
0: and i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna youth in my voice a little bit so I can sound like Indiana Jones in the prologue session. <laughs> it's me Indiana Jones
1: Yo, do you mean do you mean me,
0: and are Nazis I don't like these guys.
2: <laughs> How old was he supposed to be in the prologue? He's probably supposed to be older than you are now um he was
0: thirty nine or forty in the first movie, and this is nineteen forty five so what was it thirty was it thirty six so this is nine years later, so he's late forties at this point is that is this does that sound right? Is that, is in the, that, pro, is in that the prologue, hard?
2: yeah, that sounds right to me. We
0: never actually looked up what when Indiana Jones was born. Was born, uh, eighteen ninety nine. All right, he old <laughs> that bitch old. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah,
2: for real. Good lord dirt he he was alive for the titanic
0: so yeah he's 46 uh <laughs> he's 46 in this prologue he was on the
2: what you, he was I, on the titanic according to the to the kids book series yeah is it the novelization
0: <laughs> or is it the young indiana jones chronicles Ugh.
2: i've never seen the show so i don't know if he was on the titanic in the show but
0: i have never seen the show either i just know from the vhs is <laughs> like there's like a narration it's like He's like, join yeah, me on my adventures. Oh, the I time remember I almost from the died. And it's like him yeah. like sick
1: as a little, little boy.
2: That trailer, also, those trailers on those videos look so good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> also never seen the show. I only had the uh, trading card set. It was 3D, so it came with little 3D glasses. Oh, man, that sounds dope. It was pretty great. Um...
0: Yeah, did I tell you that I got a 1994 NASCAR uh, trading cards from a friend of the show, Travis Damagu? You did. You
1: did mention that.
0: Jeff Gordon and um Because I was like, ooh,
1: what year was Jeff Gordon's rookie year? That might not be. Regardless, it's early, Jeff Gordon.
0: Yeah, when was Jeff Gordon's rookie year?
1: <laughs> the rainbow racer himself. <laughs> uh
0: Anyway, um, as we're looking up Jeff Gordon, that man's 51. Uh, when did he start? 91 was when he started. Okay. uh Wait, no. Let's see. Okay, so he was the 95 Winston Cup champion. So yeah, he, I guess he could have started in 94.
1: <clears throat> it was the year before he won it all.
0: Uh, his first race was ninety two well, There you go There you go uh let's let's go ahead and spoil it for the listener and say we all saw this together at a brunch screening at Elmo Draft House the Sunday after the movie came out, and God damn it, did we all love this movie so fucking much i was just I couldn't stop thinking about it, everybody.
2: <laughs> yeah i had a blast it was so much fun <clears throat> great
1: great movie going experience the longest of all the indiana jones movies and didn't necessarily feel so yeah it actually went by pretty quickly
2: yeah i thought so too
1: i
0: went to the bathroom once um uh, missing uh Banderas' banderas's introduction And I remember sitting down and going, oh, glad he he broke out the Puss in Boots voice.
1: Uh, I went to the bathroom once and came back (laughs) telling me.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I told him. I don't know if we want to spoil that. Yeah, Uh, spoiler
2: right now. (laughs) I told him a very big plot point that he missed while he was in the bathroom.
0: And that's very funny that you missed that plot point. (laughs) Oh, man. I think, yeah, for the first, like if we can get to it first 15 minutes of this is just spoiler free. And then after, I think that's normally how we've done it with these, with okay. these movies. That seems about right. With, with the Halloween,
2: we did that probably, probably. It did with the box office. Yeah. Oh that's man. what I was going to ask.
1: I mean, we all know because of the league. And also <laughs> just, it happened just two weeks ago. Well, according to Wikipedia, it's a flop. Fucking stupid ass goddamn it people on Wikipedia It is competed. technically a flop because it did technically cost a fuck ton of money. I think like three hundred twenty-five million. I saw the
0: shit's still in the theaters. Everybody, how's it? It's not a flop <laughs> till it's not in the theaters anymore. Yeah,
1: it well, it's you could still project, and you want to make at least like half your money back in the first weekend, which it far from did.
0: Yeah, you want to your total theatrical run needs to be three at least three times of what you. Yeah. uh but anyway. This movie came out June 28th, 2023, Amir, almost not even 2 weeks ago. Like I said, we saw this movie 8 days ago. Uh, number 1 of the box office was Indiana Jones and Dial of Destiny. All these movies are going to sound familiar to the listeners. So people just
2: weren't listening. going to the movies that weekend. They just It was number 1. Like they didn't make the money they needed to. It was number 1.
1: It's fucking crazy. Or <laughs> they saved People their- just
2: weren't going to the movies. <laughs>
1: Well, that's People... their job. Get into the movies.
2: <laughs> everybody, everybody I wish was... it was my job. I wish I got paid to do I mean,
0: it. Everybody was trying <laughs> to go see... Uh, wait, they're like, oh, July 4th. I'm going to go see Sound of Freedom when that comes out. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh... Did y'all not go see Sound of Freedom? Uh, can't I say that, uh didn't can't even say hear it about
2: did. it until this week and I heard it was really conservative or something. Oh,
0: I knew yeah. about it because it was they, they promoted it hard on IMDb. Like every fucking page I went to, it was on fucking IMDb.
1: Mira Sorvino,
2: I'd see it for her.
1: Yeah. There've been a string of like conservative and religious um uh movies the last few years that like always bubble up into the top five and That's you're crazy. like the f- fuck is this never heard of this shit before
0: what's this fucking movie what's this what's this fucking movie
1: what's this <laughs> what's this What's this fucking movie in young indiana
0: jones uh <laughs> <laughs> see so yeah it just nobody went to go see, like the top grossing yeah. movie w- made 60 million dollars maybe everyone was just traveling i know i was yeah it was fourth of july yeah yeah, apparently I, was I,
1: I think it. What happened was the fucking bad buzz got out early, because I feel like people were like down with the trailers for the most part. Yeah, and then
2: yeah, people who review reviewed it kind of trashed it. That makes and
1: sense. They premiered it at Cannes, which is the incredibly opposite audience you would want to premiere a movie like Indiana Jones in the Dial of Motherfucking Destiny. But that's what they did, and it got off to a very basically it stumbled out the gate and never yeah. recovered, despite it being it having the goods. Was it as good as you know? I mean, like there were visual flourishes that I feel like it was it was missing, but we'll get into all that. I'm getting yeah, ahead we'll, of ourselves. We'll get, we'll get into it.
0: Uh yeah. So yeah, 60 million it made uh on a budget. So total total that weekend. Or total as of this recording, it's made is 121 million on a budget of 329 million, yeah. which that's a pretty penny. Yeah,
2: pretty pretty
0: penny. And then number two of the box office, Elemental, uh, the one Pixar movie I've been like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I saw the trailer way too. Many. Same thing with fucking Black Adam. Saw that goddamn trailer so fucking much. I was surprised <laughs> the trailer for that movie didn't play before the movie itself. At least uh, you had an
1: idea of what Black Adam was.
0: Yeah, elemental was just like or the plot. It just seemed. It just seems kind of like a not necessarily a Zootopia, but it seems like the same themes. I guess we're
1: we're we're well, putting aside our elemental differences to yeah. Say- for yeah. a common cause.
2: It doesn't seem, yeah, it doesn't seem as original as even Zootopia because it's just like, what if this had personalities and lived in a big yeah. city where only they lived?
0: Yeah. <laughs> what if every
2: fucking put so a sense. dollar sign at the end of that? <laughs> yeah. Ever since cars, they were like, what if cars had feelings and lived and had a town of their own? Like
0: <laughs> what, if, what if our feelings had feelings? <laughs> uh the Pixar backlash is definitely like come to fruition. Especially because of shit like Puss in Boots and like Spider Verse and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I would think you, it's you... tough too because, like, I I don't know exactly where when when it was that Disney reacquired Pixar or that Pixar sold to Disney, but I feel like that's part of the problem too. Is that like now I mean, they're also, now they're more Disney they, is the they, boss and they they can't like do their own stuff.
1: They also underwent major uh, upheaval at the top. Well, yeah, for sure. There as for well. Sure. I would you would you say it's fair to classify it as like a backlash and not more of like a cooling off while others like kind of catch up in the space?
0: Um, I would say it's definitely it's not a, it's not necessarily backlash. It's just like it just seems like they've they're definitely in a transitional period right now because a lot of the.
3: Yeah
0: upper people at pixar are leaving mm-hmm. or or stepping aside to bring forward people who have mm-hmm. different voices than white people basically yeah. and, but they're also
2: like not so, like like i think turning red should have been a a theatrical release as opposed to like a yeah that
0: that that would have done fucking great i fucking
2: yeah. love turning yeah. red yeah yep. like Turner turning red was really good not being i didn't see stranger insane. strange world yet but I, I've heard oh, that's, just, that's, just that's Disney. Disney. That's Disney. Yeah. Show. Oh, it's Disney. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah.
1: Um. But they also, uh, I mean, just like between turning, like you look at the three pandemic movies between yeah. turning red soul, which like that once someone pointed it out to me, it's was just like, that's just a movie for adults. Like, there's nothing for yeah, there a yeah, yeah. child. Yeah, I watched um, that.
0: And what? No, like, why would a kid yeah. enjoy this movie? Uh, and then
1: Luca, which I fucking absolutely loved. And not just for the sheer amounts of pasta consumption, but for the <laughs> fact that I thought it was a fucking delightful story. <laughs> and as Charlie was the first one to point out to me, like, there wasn't fucking drama. It yeah. wasn't like, you know, something to fight. there was like a, a nice, it was just a nice story, you know, and man, and, and I fucking love Luca. I'm sorry. Luca's,
0: Luca's great. Uh, we definitely needed the ch- children's version of call me by your name. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was it? Uh, I, yeah, they, as soon as they found out, I was like, oh, we can fuck people up with trauma, like around Toy Story 3.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, let's fucking never stop. They just started fucking sin eating. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, let's set one in Italy. Ah, Let's fucking be chill about it. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Luca's
0: great. I like Luca.
1: Uh, anything they make that's, yeah, I think it's just, I don't know. And also, like, again, you have other entities like catching up, either artistically, like with like what Sony does uh, and is doing and like DreamWorks and stuff, or financially with like Illumination, which just mm-hmm. can't not fucking cash big checks at mm-hmm. the box office these days it's insane yeah um so they did yeah like while they've been trying to get their house in order they've kind of lost their grip and it'll be i think it'll be fun to see if there's like a a, a big pixar assance. as it what were. is the is next kind of poised pixar movie
2: it's got to yeah. be like a sequel it's pro- It's probably inside out too i think i do oh, see geez, i
0: didn't even know about i'm that. trying
2: to think if like
0: What's funny about Pixar is there's that there's like an
2: original, another original thing coming out.
0: There's stuff they're putting on Disney Plus. Elio, that's okay. the next thing they got coming out. Comes out in March of next year.
2: Oh, that's the space one, right? Like the kid goes to space and becomes yes. like the mayor of Mars or something. He becomes the
1: mayor of space. Yes.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> okay, Brad Garrett as Ambassador Grigon. Um, Adrian Molina
2: uh
0: that's the director
2: any any uh relation to alfred molina
0: it doesn't look like it well actually his profile picture is covered with spiders so yes you know
1: i, I was uh i was upset to learn because this is the first i'm learning of this and i was upset to learn that this movie was not about square frozen pizza <laughs>
0: I think I saw Elio's because, yeah, I was on vacation. Me and Regina came up and visited in Chicago last week, and uh, I saw an Elio's pizza in Julasco and I was like, oh, it's been so long since I've seen you, friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and yet you still opted for the croissant crust. Regina likes the croissant crust, okay? You got to do what you got to do. I get it. <laughs> um, also, there's a Toy Story 5 in development. Uh, of course there is. Well, yeah,
2: yeah. I think the Uh, next thing is Inside Out too, though. Yeah, Just let
1: those toys fucking die. They're trying, man. (laughs) Yeah, we got Elio
0: coming up in March 1st, 2024, and then Inside Out 2 is June 14th. And then, yeah, we have 25 and then 2 and 26 that are coming out. The thing about Pixar right now is that their shorts that they're putting on Disney Plus are a lot more, like, all those are fucking, like, phenomenal compared to like what they're putting out the theaters like if they keep those used more... to be
1: like their farm leagues basically like yeah. that's how you kind of got your chops
0: yeah mm-hmm. and those those shorts are just so freaking great
1: i love all yeah those. i
2: feel like disney's a lot more willing to make take a risk on like something that's short and doesn't cost as much money uh yeah. speaking
1: of mitigating risk uh i just hope that they don't start getting desperate and making live action pixar movies boy Um. uh charlie and i started (laughs) watching um uh my adventures with superman uh last night and Mm -hmm. it that dawned on me like i know she's you know uh, a a cusping weeb as it were but uh (laughs) uh, i would like to see a transition of like less live action live action adaptations and more anime adaptations because like superman in anime is like and the way they're like approaching that story is the most I've been invested in Superman since I was like six years old. Yeah, it's very good.
0: That's like Star Wars Visions. I watched the first two yeah. episodes of that, and that's fucking great. I mm-hmm. recently rewatched uh, the director of Cowboy Bebop, did a Blade Runner anime, like short that is like 15 minutes long, but it explains like the blackout that happened before Blade Runner 2049. And Jesus Christ, I was just watching that going, Why can't we get a whole fucking movie of just this? Like, anyway, yeah, animation. animation
1: needs to be the first option more often. Yeah, yeah, look at cats that was originally supposed to be <laughs> like Don Bluth style animated, and it would have been could... absolutely incredible.
0: Oh my god, dig up Dom de bring him, dig his ass,
1: <laughs> off. put him in cats. He, 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 would, that he man went... was born to voice a cat in animation as he has done, but he's been born, to, he's he needs to be reborn to do it more. <laughs> oh man. Reborn to
0: do it more. Well, we can rebuild him.
1: <laughs> <Wizard> <laughs> <of dessert. laughs>
0: Trying to clone Dom DeLuise. I mean if
1: we, if we if we if we're digging a Dom DeLuise, I mean we might as well just go to the Hollywood Forever Cemetery and just pick up Burt Reynolds while we're at it. Oh yeah,
0: yeah yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Can we the N2? Could you imagine? Cannonball run three. Anyway. Oh. Number three was Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Speaking of animation that's different.
1: Still need to see it.
0: Uh, I'm very mad at the both of you that you haven't seen it yet. It's it's fucking I know. Phenomenal. I really want to see it. There's one there's one Spider-Verse they go Somebody... to that-
2: Then mommy, go see Spider Verse. (laughs) What did you? What did you? you That's how we've.
1: That's how we should have been trying to monetize these fucking podcasts the whole time. (laughs) You just cracked it. on, just spend mommy twelve
0: bucks. (laughs) Just, just get a friend. Uh, Get Sarah Jean. I'm sure she'll
1: (laughs) she'll spot me. Yeah, yeah. She'll
0: she'll. She'll, she won't know what's going on because I doubt
3: she's seen the first yeah. one.
1: Well, just let her know that you asked for these tickets on the 4th of July when she was paying, yeah, 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 she yeah, was yeah. paying for everybody. She still cause... owes us $18, yeah. by the way. Uh,
0: number, number four at the box office, No Hard Feelings, a movie... Which
1: I've heard I've, was good. I've
0: The plot makes no sense to me, but every time I watch that trailer, I'm like, I I,
2: I just... I, just see I love trailer. the trailer. She's just mad because her husband thinks her book's bad or something. No, so. this
1: is No
0: Hard
2: Feelings is the... Oh, no, no. Root, no hard you're feelings, thinking of
1: You Hurt My Feelings. You Hurt yeah. My Feelings. <laughs> there are so <laughs> many movies with fucking similar No Hard titles. Feelings is the
2: one with uh, with um
1: Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, Jennifer
2: Lawrence. Okay, Which yeah.
1: I will reiterate I, I've i heard is good. Yeah, and- I feel
2: like it's like a return to like ni- a 90s rom-com type of plot thing device
0: i feel like it, it went to theater because it stars jennifer lawrence but if it feels yeah. anybody else it would have been dumped on well like it's Netflix. sony sony doesn't have a streamer does not service. have a streamer and uh, that's why they're winning the streaming wars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Play in the field, baby. You know. Yeah. Like what we'll, we'll we'll, we can get? We'll
0: dump some of our stuff on Disney Plus. We'll dump I a know, few we, things on. <laughs> Max. I know
1: we got these Spidey movies. Everyone seems to really like. <laughs> yeah, we'll put we'll put some stuff on Netflix. Um, uh, they are winning. I I I will say uh, that apparently, like something that it, it does kind of get sort of right is that like that younger generation just kind of like like ain't fucking <laughs> like yeah. like teens ain't <laughs> teen, teens don't be fucking anymore uh and so like the premise while it seems kind of like an old sort of trite premise actually is relevant
2: mm-hmm. i don't know
1: i I do want to see it but again that's a movie that that i'll i'll catch you know when it hits I feel
2: people. like it's probably great performances, maybe
1: a subpar yeah. script. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think. I, I know Art
0: Barinholtz is in it.
1: Yeah. Trying to think I mean, from else. what I say, it's just also I just love the fact that this summer is just like, you know, they're they're bless them for trying to make the hard R comedy fucking come back. Like there's at least four movies that are hard R comedies mm-hmm. between uh, this, Strays, Bottoms, Joy- and Joyride and right. joyride yeah that's at least four right there and there's probably a couple more
0: oof yeah um looking at the grosses so far for no her feelings it's only made 67 million worldwide
1: oh
2: yeah no it is it completely fucking tanked yeah oh did it i thought it was doing well maybe not nope
0: it it, it was it was number four both weekends and i don't know what it is now um fell off i feel enough.
2: like people are trying to cancel it which like i don't know if it's problematic or not, but.
1: It's number well, seven. I, it,
2: it dropped the number seven. The
1: I feel like was. it. It it could get easily wrapped up and just kind of like being overly chased, you know, like mm-hmm. people sort of like over correcting on sexuality in media, right? Like, so I, I could see that also being the case. I don't fucking know
0: anymore. I think the tra- the trailer was just not funny because I just like there that's there too. are c- <laughs> there are certain movies that I'll just watch the trailer go. Well, that's gonna flop. Yeah. Like, that fucking but, mortal engines movie. I remember they play that fucking trailer before every goddamn movie and I'm like, y'all don't know how hard this movie's going to flop. <laughs> like you <and then laughs> just slap Peter Jackson's <laughs> name on something and think it's going to do well. Uh
1: I one last thing that I think it, like is in its favor in my book for no Heart, no hard feelings is the fact that it's in that like comedy zone on Rotten Tomatoes that like you kind of look for between like 48 and like you know 68 it was like 66 mm-hmm. percent, i think on rotten tomatoes uh for the critic score which is like yeah i kind of want my comedies especially if they're like a hard art like i don't want everyone to have liked this you know mm-hmm. that yeah. Kind of thing. yeah 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 I, I get
0: what you're saying i still can't believe joyride only made five million dollars debuted sixth that's, yeah, that's, crazy. that's crazy i mean
1: but the more i that thought trailer, about it the more i'm like yeah i don't the trailer, trailer sure but i laugh. I never saw a single commercial for it. I never knew that it was being released wide. Like it had no fucking PR behind it whatsoever.
0: They should have, uh, you know, jumped up, used that um, everything everywhere all at once. Um, Use that angle. Anyway, number five was transformers rise of the beasts, a trailer. I saw several times. And every time I go, who's the voice of the, the, the gorilla Optimus prime. And then, <laughs> it was ron perlman and i was like oh nice i don't have to see the movie now
2: <laughs> you know the whole plot now <laughs> yeah i just know it's ron
0: perlman <laughs> but
2: it's fucking beast wars, dog <laughs> well here's the
0: thing about beast wars is that the gorilla optimus he's, he's optimus prime but for this movie he's optimus primal which i'm like that ain't canon well, that ain't that ain't the cartoon i grew up on
2: didn't optimus prime die i mean i guess it doesn't matter since he's a robot but didn't he, he die in one of the movies?
0: Transformers the movie.
1: The movie uh, yeah. Back, the,
0: the from, back in the 80s. And then. No, I thought he the, died in one of the Rodimus Hot, <laughs> hot Rod came up and became Rodimus look, Prime. Look, look,
1: I think Mattel's got some bigger fish to fry in the movie theater <laughs> this summer. It's not even Mattel as Hasbro. Are they Hasbro? Yeah. Well. that They're shaking in their boots because Mattel's ready to eat their fucking lunch. <laughs> I, just, I, I just think this
0: is funny because I'm looking at in the background, uh, the plethora of action figures you have, and you did not know that information. This is
1: I've I've never been a Transformers guy or a GI Joe guy. You don't even like both, toys. Both are Hasbro. <laughs> I don't know. I, like I do actually have one of the Ghostbuster Transformers. The uh the uh, oh fuck, what's it called? Uh Ectotron.
0: That's right. How much did that cost you? When I, last time I looked, it was sixty something dollars.
1: Uh, I got a pretty good deal. On it at Quake Collectibles in Lincoln Square in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh I got that and the um one of the other Ecto ones or something like that for like I got it for like fifty. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah.
0: Number six was also dead in the water, literally. Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. I saw one <laughs> trailer for this movie before one movie, and that and that was a week before the movie came out. Yeah, so, I didn't
2: see much for that one either. Yeah. It, it looks like a cute idea, though.
1: It's crazy to me when, like, animated movies that do get a wide release flop because, one, they cost so much money to begin with. Like, even the cheapest CG, like fucking computer yeah. animated movie costs easily over $100 million. And two, fucking kids eat up anything. Parents are begging. To give their kids anything to fucking watch, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like just just let the kids know about it. Like let the let the, I, it just boggles my mind whenever one is just n- fails to be marketed. Like on in the box office game today, uh, one of the 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 movies was abominable. And I was like, oh yeah,
0: never never. I can I, I I was like, hold up, is this Smallfoot? Because I know that stars Zendaya is Michi. What? <laughs> which that Lebron James is Gwangi. <laughs> anyway um so i was very confused when it wasn't
1: that we got two bigfoot movies coming out anyway <laughs> i think abominable maybe was produced also by lebron james that may have also been another animated movie he had his, his fingers in uh my man just wanted some
0: animation i think the reason why certain things were flopping like, animation-wise, like, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, fucking everybody's gonna see that movie. Yeah. Mario did so well, because guess what? Mario's been around Mario. since goddamn 1980-whatever. Yeah. yeah. And everybody fucking grew- Everybody, like everybody loves who, Mario. Everybody who's gonna go see a movie is gonna go f- is fucking grow up with Mario, so they're gonna go see the Mario movie.
1: Yeah. But even, even knowing that, they still advertise it. They still marketed the fuck out of all of those to maximize that number of people.
0: That is true. And the thing, which I didn't even really think about this, like one time I was talking to a coworker about seeing a movie. I forget which one it was, and I was like, "Oh yeah, the movie's not great. B
1: movie.
0: It was a B movie." Um, I was like, "It's great. <laughs> you should go take the kids." Yes, they're it's playing at the Revival Theater downtown. Jerry Seinfeld's at the screening doing signings. <laughs> anyway, Patcha Warburton's doing the voice. Um nice showing uh, is a B movie. <laughs> um, doing a rowdy screening of B movie. I forget screening. what. <laughs>
1: People just throwing pollen at the screen.
0: Yeah. I forget what fucking movie it was, but I was just like, it's a great movie. And my coworker was like, Yeah, I think we're just gonna wait till it's on Disney Plus or whatever. Because I think he's yeah, like, I don't
2: think people yeah.
0: Because the like, oh, we got four kids. Average movie tickets like fifteen dollars. So that's yep. fucking sixty dollars well, right there. And then you gotta get popcorn on that shit.
2: Yeah. Before streaming, when we were kids, you still had to wait a while for the movies to come out like on vhs or even dvd
1: mm-hmm. that window after, was after they were in the bigger.
2: movies so like there was more there was more of a reason to go see it in opening weekend because if it didn't do well then you wouldn't see it until it came out mm-hmm. like months and months away um and now it's like it'll come out on streaming like 28 days later or something yeah so there's there's just not as much because I said I say the same thing. It's like I saw the trailer like it looked cute. I, I might like it, but I'll probably just wait for streaming because I don't really feel the need to see it on a big screen if I'm just well, going to be able to see it. Yeah.
1: And there's also research that like there's some platforms that that shorter window is like a huge boom for them because they'll make whatever money they can make from the people that do want to see it on a screen in like right. those, that one month. And then a fuck ton of people end up watching it because it was on there so fast, uh, and they they just fucking rake it in on both sides. So I don't know what the answer is to this new landscape, yeah. but eh, what like I know is, pay writers. Yeah, of course. <laughs> need.
0: this is young Indiana Jones talking. Uh... Another wet movie was number seven, The Little Mermaid, <laughs>
2: hey.
0: which Peyton you said was bad, or was um, I, I
2: didn't think it's bad. I mean, I review was long. It's long, yeah. My review was mixed. I think it's really long. It felt. I think it's probably the same length as Indiana Jones, but it felt longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I haven't seen that many of the live-action Disney movies, but I've heard. From people who have seen them, this is like probably the second best after Cinderella, which I did see Cinderella. And I liked that one because it was like a, a new take on it. Um, but uh, I think it's worth it to see Halle Bailey. She was really good. She was a great Ariel. But I thought the new songs were bad. I thought the movie dragged on and... Uh, of all these live actions
1: there hasn't been a single new original song that's been even fucking half decent
2: yeah and my thing is like i was telling my brothers like because i'm really into theater and show tunes and stuff and like i was mad when they were bringing out beauty and the beast and i heard they're writing new music for it because i was like why aren't they if they're going to do a live action version of it why don't they just do an adaption of the stage show that like is so good and like obvious the little mermaid didn't do as well on broadway but like some of the new songs in the movie are obviously stand-ins for some of the songs that were in the broadway show and i'm like if you're if the producers are not like make the song at least as good as if not better than the songs in the broadway show why even add the songs they also cut some of like the original songs from the first movie from the original movie so and it was like why are you cutting songs when the movie's from the original movie, which ran ninety minutes, to like the new movie that's running two hours and fifteen minutes, it doesn't make any sense. And plus, the math doesn't add up. <laughs> the math is not mapping.
0: <laughs> plus, Sebastian and and Flounder just look stupid.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, David Diggs, in my opinion, David Diggs' performance as Sebastian was really bad. It was just like, I, I. Some people have said it, it's offensive, and I, I, I'm sure it is. I don't know that much enough about it to know about, if it's offensive about crabs? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um but it's just like it seemed pretty lifeless to me this like Richard,
0: crabs one of them holding a the purse like honey <laughs> let's go and they just sideways walk out of the theater offended. <laughs>
2: not... it's the it's the like <laughs> squid it's like the squeaky feet sound from spongebob when, yeah. <laughs> when the crabs walk out of the screening of the woman oh, uh man.
1: so Peyton one here's why they don't infuse those theatrical versions of the songs well they want to
2: be able to get nominated for yeah
1: well uh, best original song short first as well that uh but i don't know let's see how let's see maybe how wicked does and if people are receptive to those types of musicals and maybe we can run those back as well always got to leave room for more Are you talking about
0: all all, all two wicked movies
1: yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but dude, I I don't get it's it. So either. dumb. But um, do they want us to cover it on the podcast? You make you gotta make three if you want us to cover it. Is that why they're doing Well, that's what Wizard of Oz. That's too. exactly why the, they the, want to do it. That's the so, third movie in the trilogy. Oh, and then we gotta watch
0: Oz the Great and Powerful and The yeah. Wiz. And mm-hmm. I'm actually lurking
2: this idea i love <laughs> the, i love <laughs> the Wiz. i think the Wiz is such a great movie it's oh so my god uh, can we
1: skip return to oz because it scares me no Oh no i um, love return to that's Oz. that's the one we're
2: watching the
0: most we're watching that one three <laughs> we're gonna
2: watch times. Oh, that three times scary
0: <laughs> um what's he gonna say uh cd lamette uh his book making movies he talks about making uh the Wiz and um just how fucking hard it was i think that movie was
2: also like a flop too
0: yeah yeah um it makes sense but um, yeah, he was just like he 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 really originally wanted locations for everything, and then they realized like, oh shit, we're gonna have to shoot all this shit in the studio, so they had to move it all to a studio, and like, they did all these crazy things. Well, they with,
2: built those sets.
0: Yeah, they did a bunch of crazy things with like gels, like uh, um, Lighting for the lights, yeah, yeah, and all that stuff, and like one of the like the film. For one of the colors, all those angles just didn't do well. So they had to, like, the, that's like one of the musical performances, it just, just looks butchered because of it. Anyway, read that book is great. Um, making uh, also
1: Peyton, as far as other Disney live actions go, Jungle Book legit is very fucking good. Oh, have Jungle have Book's heard, great. I Jungle have book heard the great. Jungle
2: Book is good. I think when people were mentioning Cinderella, they probably just like forgot
1: about the Jungle Book, but and that's and the one also, I've seen. Yeah. And it was yeah, really good. Jungle Book's. Fucking legit. That gave Favreau the the false confidence to do <laughs> uh, Lion King. Um, and then also, um, Jesus Christ it was just in my it was just in my brain. Um, oh, not good, but it's a really dumb fun time. Was the live action Aladdin? Yeah, I heard uh, that that was, that was fun to watch. At least it was. Yeah. It's a very fun. At times, it looks like a high school production. It's a hoot.
0: <laughs> See, is my favorite Disney cartoon movie, so that's why I haven't pulled the trigger to watch it yet. Um, um but Jungle well, Book's great. If you
1: were—you'd be—you'll—you—you you when you do, you'll be treated to a, a nice surprise, a uh, playing over the end credits. <laughs> oh, no. uh, they you know,
2: it, dug up Robin Williams' his body. Oh no! <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> yeah.
0: Him and Dom DeLuise. I like how.
2: I guess. Yeah. I like how y'all were joking about Dom DeLuise but then Nick got sad when I said they dug up Robin Williams because he's great
0: not, not that I say that Dom DeLuise isn't great but like I mean uh, also, also
2: Dom let DeLuise Robin didn't rest fucking, yeah, yeah let him rest Dom Whereas, he yeah, saw some work in him you know <laughs> we we were just scratching the surface of Dom <laughs>
0: I think I think it I think it mainly gets into how they how they uh, yeah, left yeah, this mortal that's coil. True. That's true. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, number eight, speaking of leaving the mortal coil, number eight was the flash. <laughs> uh, the fastest drop I have ever seen in box office. That's like, it was also like did it open probably...
2: well on the initial weekend.
0: It was number one, then it dropped number the number one. three, and then it dropped the number eight.
3: And it
1: also, like, despite it being number one, it was a, it was a, it was a shit weekend at the box office. Um, I think that might be the most, like, ethically satisfying bomb of all time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that people, I'm glad that there weren't enough DC bros to save that movie. Yeah. I don't know why they put, like, so
0: much stock in Ezra Miller, especially, like, because they were doing, like, there's, like, reports of them doing Bad shit when this fucking first Harry Potter movie they were in came they, out. Yeah.
1: They literally, and by the, I, the fucking Warner's literally has like two, three other fucking active flashes, don't they? Like, <laughs> they're probably all canceled now. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the shows or? Are... Oh, Oh, yeah, you yeah. meant
2: the actors playing. The no, Flash? yeah, that's what I meant. Like, yeah, they yeah. You
1: have actual actors playing yeah. actual flashes. On actual shows that are your actual properties.
2: Mm-hmm. I think those are,
0: uh, yeah, I guess they don't. I don't know. I don't know what James Gunn, they're probably, yeah, they're I think they're a separate
2: universe. I think the CW, the, yeah, the CW
0: universe is different from the, from, the, I understand movies, you got the Berlantiverse,
1: but also like breaking case of emergency for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's flat. It was an adaptation of Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. And which is about like changing history, I guess. And all- yeah, all that stuff. So it, I don't know why. The
1: the the I, I I can't remember the last time I said this, but multiversal storytelling is just a a, a fucking fancy opportunity to fucking retcon shit. So of course that makes sense if you're going to be turning into this you know new right, era. Right. But at the same time, like that, you know, like fucking use your noggin, huh? And 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 hey, people voted with their wallets. Hmm. Let's I, let's go Blue Beetle, huh? Yeah. Oh, I'm excited <laughs> about Blue Beetle. It looks good.
2: Yeah, that trailer I, looks fun. We need a Mexican superhero. Uh
0: what was I gonna say? Yeah, I'm sick and uh, Spidey verse innocent. They can be multiverse movies, but yeah they're finish it
2: up. Well after they perfected
1: that. like the genre, yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it can't be done, but yeah. more often than not, it's it's used as a lazy way to retcon mm. bullshit. Yeah, but Spider-Verse uses it in a much more profound way. Yeah. And it's
2: just exhausting that all of these franchises are doing it like right right at the same time. Like Yeah,
0: that's I think that's mainly what it is. Yeah. Um yeah number nine asteroid city which that was only open for one week here so i was not able to see that <laughs> i thought about um going in chicago but regina had already seen it so i wasn't gonna drag her around besides we had 20 episodes of seinfeld to watch uh, <laughs> oh man anyway i love being an adult and being able to go on vacation because you can fucking do whatever you want like exactly. no, we don't. No, we're not going to go do that thing. We're going to stay in the Airbnb and watch twenty <laughs> episodes of Seinfeld. Oh, it was great. And number ten was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Still haven't seen it. Very good. It's a very good. Uh, it's a very it's been, good uh, ending. Um, I would say across the Spideyverse is better. Um, but Peyton chose the- to see
2: one over the other. It's because my it was- family hadn't seen the first spider verse so they took me to see guardians i will say when i watched guardians i was like i can't imagine watching this as a kid like so many kids are going to be scarred from watching that movie
0: y'all straight up that movie should have been rated r yeah like uh, (laughs) straight up i was just like how the fuck did disney get away with this shit this is fucking traumatizing like
2: like return to oz level scarring for children from that movie so guess what rip
0: you ain't gonna be able to watch Girl, <laughs> oh, no! <Volume> <laughs> not, not even for that dope space hog needle drop you can't even see it <laughs> but in the meantime we're gonna talk about dial of destiny now um of course, we are forty-two minutes into
2: the episode. <laughs> we had a lot to say about those box office. Yeah, we've exactly of seen analysis. these movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like we know these movies. Yeah, a lot of analysis. Yeah,
0: how many movies have I seen in this top ten? I saw *Dial* of *Destiny*, *Spider Verse*. Um, I saw three out of ten. Okay, yeah, we've watched these movies. Anyway, um, yeah, I thought this movie was great. I. Could not stop thinking about it. I couldn't shut up about it because it was just me, like with a smile on my face, going, "Man, the movie was great." That's mainly what it was. Like the movie was great. I want to go see it again. That was uh,
2: just cut to the video of Vin Diesel saying, "The movies."
0: Can we get, can we uh, get old? Uh, we need to get we need to get a, a stunt man wearing the the fake Indiana Jones, the scary mask
2: Indiana Jones mask. mask. Saying... <laughs>
0: Uh, the movies. <laughs> oh. oh man, yeah, movie is,
2: I like it's how fucking... you did how you did Harrison's little grunt before he says things. Yeah, that's what, that's
3: what
0: he does. <laughs> oh man,
2: uh, I can't even
0: think about. I mean, I saw the movie eight days ago, and I'm just still in like, uh, just just still basting it. Like, I just it's fucking it's fucking great. It's got great one liners. Uh, that that was really missing from Crystal Skull.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, you should have stayed in New York. You should have stayed out of Poland. <laughs> Love that. I'm trying to think. Uh, God, Teddy like asking Indiana Jones about all these Id- questions about India and him going. I'm not from Indiana.
3: <laughs>
0: uh. Anyway, great action sequences. And, like, this is very much a movie about an old guy dealing with, like... Yeah, know,
2: different... I like I like that it... Um, this was something that I was thinking when I was watching the movie by it and said, yeah, but I like that it moved forward in time, um, but it still kind of felt, like, more stylistically like the first three movies than mm-hmm. crystal skull did i think like it still seemed accurate to the what was it, what is this the late 1960s early 1970s this is 1969 yeah so it still see it still seemed like 1960s but also like you could it felt like it was part of indiana jones's world more than i feel like the when they went for the 1950s americana and crystal skull it seemed a little more shocking i think
3: Mm
2: -hmm. um and i like that they continued to like age indy indy and like he they they went for like the aging thing in crystal skull but also like aged him even more in this and and we saw we saw like the continuation of like this this arc of like indiana were actually retiring and like moving on from adventuring or one last hurrah or whatever see how
1: much this is like the uh, the Irishman of archaeology that <laughs> god that dude
0: that was one thing i was worried about with this movie was like is dh yeah. like harrison ford going to be kicking a dude on the curb like old so, ass roado nero but like at, it didn't look like that
1: it, no it it was really really good uh i think um it was uh out the gate. It was a little rough because it's he still had the voice of an eighty-year-old man. Mm-hmm. Um, but you well, he you, he he got used I, to it pretty quickly. I feel
0: like that day he just smoked a lot of cigarettes. Sure. <laughs> that's why sure. that's Unfiltered my filtered American
1: yeah. spirits, yeah.
2: Love I, I also was thinking about because I, I thought smoke, right? mostly I'm
1: like a Nazi. I got to smoke.
2: <laughs> I thought mostly the DH effect looked pretty good. Like it's hard because obviously we know that it's an effect going in. Mm-hmm. So like if we did, I don't know if I would have read it like that if I didn't. But I, I always think like how when we are younger, we think some video games look amazing. And then when we go back to play them, they're, we're like. The, these graphics are so bad i wonder like when we watch this in like 20 or 30 mm. years are we going to be like that looks awful that doesn't look anything like a human being
0: i gotta say um i rewatched blade runner 2049 as i referenced earlier and the sean young de-aging it's the same people who did the de-aging of uh harold ramus for ghostbusters afterlife mm-hmm. and like those to that too those two de-aging like those two well one of them was like an aging effect another one was a de-aging effect and like mm-hmm. it was damn near close it wasn't i mean this was i think this is i limited this but i feel mm-hmm. like they should have gone out to that company because like holy shit like still seeing blade runner 2049 however many years on was it five years came out yeah
2: night? i remember or seeing six years
0: yeah yeah it still looks fucking great
2: yeah, I remember seeing Sean Young in the in the trailer for that cuz I still haven't seen that movie, but I feel like it's something about the lighting or like the texture of their skin or something that makes it look really realistic. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I agree. I think it looks really good in that movie. And like the first time I saw Rogue One, I thought the de-aging was pretty good, but I think I feel like now that I go back and watch it, it's not as good as I remembered when I
1: first saw it the one
0: for Peter Cush is good but not the one for for Leia yeah yeah yeah. Yeah,
1: I I feel like with any CGI really like it it there's good CGI and there's bad CGI right yeah yeah, like like Nick was it's a skill skill. yeah there's like some companies are better at it than Mm -hmm. than others so I feel like if you when we do look back in a few years like it'll it'll kind of be hit or miss the same way like we'll go back and like you know look at fucking Jurassic Park versus, you know, Escape fucking, from L.A. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Go watch Escape from L.A. and look at that fucking shark that attacks Snake Plissken's submarine. Jesus and, Christ.
1: And I was like, also, I think what was a pretty smart move in that regard was having that opening. We didn't have, we didn't quite have, like, the, this wasn't a, a serialized yeah. mm-hmm. indie like we, we would normally have on an odd number. Uh, Indy, um, right anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. Like that whole train sequence, uh, where they're trying to get the, uh, the, the Lance, was it the land, the Lance mm-hmm. of Christ or some bullshit? Like yeah. That? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the Lance then, like, of bass you, The the Lance of bass. Um, <laughs> and then you find out what they're, what we're really going after, mm-hmm. uh, And I was like, oh, is this kind of like, are we getting a little bit too much of the the de-aging? I like the fact that like, it seems like this is the only time we're going to be like in this time period Mm -hmm. because we're spending this much time here. I doubt we're going to be bouncing back and forth uh, like flashbacks or whatever. Um, But I do honestly feel like by the end of that sequence, I was like completely assimilated and used to the appearance of like, okay, yeah, 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 that's Harrison Ford As I remember him in the last 15 minutes. That's yeah.
0: like that was like in the first Ant Man movie when they de aged uh Douglas Michael Michael Douglas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, this is Wall Street Michael Douglas. And like, <laughs> it's like damn, this weird. <laughs> this guy don't have throat <laughs> cancer from eating. Anyway, uh anyway. <laughs> oh, uh
2: that, reminds- that are um do we know if Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin are gonna be in the new Beetlejuice? They're not, no. They're not, yeah. I wonder if they would de-age because they're ghosts, so they can't age. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the reason why they're not gonna why what, they're not gonna be in it. Yeah. I think
0: that's what Gina Davis said. Like yeah. I would like to be in it, but
1: um <laughs>
2: no can do.
3: No can do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That was the, that was her quote to the Hollywood Reporter, right?
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> Cher popped up from a bush going,
0: If she could turn back, high. sure, get back down,
3: get sure,
0: back get down, get out of bush. that bush. What are you doing? You should be your front and center, share Uh, but yeah, uh, I think the only time, yeah, the only two times I got really taken out of the prologue with um, with CGI indie was, of course, the voice and a. Uh, and the part where he's running on top of the train, and there's like that big dolly, you know, shot coming back, mm-hmm. or like, you know, drone shot or whatever you want to call it. And like he's like jumping from train car to train car. I'm like, that looks fake. Yeah. yeah.
1: I especially also having just watched Last Crusade when we saw an actual jumping from train car to train car yeah. sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's just. No matter how much they're going to, like, try and put into, you know, the actual action and how that actually looks and stuff like that. Like, we, we still can't fucking escape having a sequence like that on a soundstage.
2: Yeah. 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 Somebody, I just, like, saw this on Twitter or something, but someone posted the clip of... You're not on threads? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I am on threads now, but someone posted the clip of... um from the last crusade when the boat is going into the propeller Mm -hmm. and they're, and they're like, how do we tell filmmakers that nothing's going to feel as dangerous as real special effects do? Like you actually feel like they're going to get got by that propeller in that scene. And then when it's CGI, it just never feels as real or as like as risky.
1: Did we talk about the artistry of, of, of a, of a good stunt and a good visual effect too. Yeah. Did we talk about how they shot that?
0: I don't know if I talked about that. that I don't
2: know. Did we? Yeah.
0: Yeah. He, they, it was just a long boat, and he shot it with a long lens, so it made the boat look shorter. It was really cool. It's fucking oh, okay. magic. oh, I don't anyway. think you mention that. Yeah, I, don't
2: yeah, I didn't think talk you about did that mention. part. That is very cool. Kind of like how the... did they how did they make Harrison Ford and the other actor not look uh, smudgy? <laughs> I don't know. <remember. laughs> <laughs> they had to stretch it. They had to stretch them out <laughs> for that. Just for that shot. Um,
0: what should call it? it's like if it's a anyway it's a whole it's yeah a whole fucking no thing it's like it.
2: yeah no they did the okay. same
0: thing with uh the train and standby Me when they're running from the train um mm-hmm. the train's actually very far away and they shot it with a long lens so it made like uh, okay. and there's an, also another shot in tinker tailor soldier spy with gary oldman talking to somebody on a on a airstrip mm-hmm. like a plane you can see like a plane and like apparently the plane was like very far away when it landed because it looks like it lands right next to him anyway
1: nick f- lenses between, between fucking uh, Lens Talk, which is a new uh, segment on the show, and uh, <laughs> uh, you mentioning make, Making Movies by Sidney Lumet earlier, what percentage of directors that have made... I'll say this. What percentage of directors under the age of 60 know how to properly use lenses in the way you just sort of described?
0: I mean, it really depends. I mean, that's all about that's all about the dp
1: no, no 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 i understand that but like still it's still coming from like the what the director like wants and stuff like that as far as and 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 figuring out like what the shot can do you know what i mean it really it really do, I, i really like I can't what can be question. done like in the lens is what i'm trying is that that's the point i'm trying to hammer home it's like how many fucking directors know how to get what they want in the lens like in the like in front of the camera
0: I really don't know. I guess it just really depends on your knowledge. I mean, like of based lens. on like what
1: you've watched and seen, you know, like. I don't, I and and Peyton, to, you too. I like, keep
0: trying to answer, but he keeps interrupting me. I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's 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 all about
2: your, your technical I think know-how. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Nick. I don't want to interrupt you.
0: It's all about your technical know-how of how what a lens could do. You know what, the different lenses, what the types can do to the face. Cause, like, the closest we have to, I just hit the mic. I don't know if you heard it. Anyway, the closest you have to, like, the human eye is the 50 millimeter lens. And then you have, it just depends on what the focal length is and where you set it up. And if you know what it can do, then you can pull off some crazy shit with, you know what I
1: mean? Uh, that's what I'm trying to ask yeah. is like, how many active filmmakers under the age of 50, like just a ballpark? Like, do you think like, like 50% even would know how to do stuff like that?
2: Uh, I mean, under, under 50. I don't know if it's that high of a percentage. Well, with the,
0: I feel like with the age of the internet though, you could probably.
2: Yeah. But I feel shit. like, yeah, but I feel like what I'm saying is, cause my, my answer was going to be is like, I think it's very dependent on the school of filmmaking that they went to. And also yeah. like what kind of filmmakers they're into. Like i just was watching um an episode of uh joe bob's drive-in on the love witch and they were interviewing the filmmaker for that and she was talking about using um seven uh actual film as opposed to like Mm -hmm. um digital and like and and uh joe was talking about how there's like a special way you have yeah
0: It's Joe Bob. <laughs>
2: Joe Bob First was talking all, about <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> how there's special lighting you have to use with actual film to make it look good and like True. a lot of a lot of filmmakers who don't work in film don't know that, so they just think it looks bad because they don't know how to light it. So yeah, I think you're... it's like if if you're into those kinds of films, I think you will seek out that kind of knowledge and you will look for it like on the internet. But mm-hmm. if you're not and you're just used to working in digital, you probably won't
1: make the effort.
0: with 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 film stocks i didn't realize this is going to turn into fucking film school but like
1: (laughs) look you're the one that brought up making movies which that was when i was reading that in school that and 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 sydney because i know him sid uh, (laughs) he started like there's a whole like fucking diagrams with lenses and shit like that and that was like the moment where i'm just like well i don't think i'll ever be that kind of director
0: what I mean, especially we listen to the Roger Deakins podcast, like he interviews other cinematographers and a lot of the time that's the person that's their fucking job is lenses and everything. The director, all they got to do is trust them because they should trust them to know what the fuck they're doing. And when you're shooting a movie, the director should not be worried about all the technical aspects of what's in the frame. They should Mm -hmm. be focused on the performances anyway. Film stocks, there's like day, there's like exterior film stocks, there's interior film stocks, and then you don't really use LED with film, because guess what, LED wasn't around when film was in, you know, in heavy use, so you use use (laughs) big tungsten lights, and then you change the color temperature, not with a knob, but with different, like, CTO gels and shit like that, you know what I mean? Anyway, this has been Film Talk. (laughs) Put a little theme in there. Um, (laughs) telling my future self to do this but he's not going to do it because he's busy this week and this episode comes out friday and i'm recording it on monday so he's not going to really edit it sorry sorry if you're listening to this thinking there's going to be themes (laughs) speaking of themes the theme of old and depression in this anyway
2: (laughs) Uh, oh yeah they really explored depression with this one motherfucker the first time you see him he's
0: fucking grumpy as shit because they're playing the beatles and he's like laid up in and apparently <laughs> they're, playing
2: was, they're playing it loud they're playing aloud. loud which funny <laughs> enough that was harrison
0: ford and james Mangle's favorite scene to shoot was grumpy indiana jones <laughs> yeah, in, a, in a in a recliner that anyway
2: in just his underwear yeah oh my god
0: I, did he throw in a cubs jersey i thought that was a, a I yeah. feel like that's what he did was throwing a Cubs shirt, yeah, a subtle sense. nod to.
1: Well, he went to the University of Chicago. <laughs> yeah, Harrison Ford being from Chicago.
0: <laughs> oh, man, Oh, god, such a good movie. It's a good, great, rank movie. Uh, I really don't know. I have like minor notes just because, like, I didn't actually sit down and write everything I wanted to talk about, like I did with the Fast and Furious movie. Um, after I got out of the theater. But yeah, um, I think the main takeaway before we jump into like spoiler country we've talked a little bit of spoilery but um this to me like thinking back on it this really felt like a sequel to temple of doom or like kind of a re not like a rehash but like helena has the exact same story arc character arc that indy does in that movie Echoes. because right
2: that- right
0: yeah
1: and she has the the with like she's thick. in it
2: like she's in it for the money and she's then, in it for fortune glory yeah, and
0: yeah. then she's got a little kid sidekick yeah and then um and then of course it's it's movies referenced by name like not by name but like events they that reference shit that referenced, yeah, yeah. which they haven't well done it's in also the other like movie.
2: yeah it's also it's very much a spiritual successor to that movie with like the kid sidekick yeah you just said that sorry my I had a brain fart stop interrupting me go ahead.
0: anyway that was it um all right it was a great movie um cgi was kind of weird at the beginning but then it got good after that and it was a fun time all right if you don't fucking if you are an hour in and that's an hour see it
3: bye (laughs) oh boy
0: all right now go watch the the movie now it's the second hour man so spoilers from here on out so yeah the fact that rip went to the bathroom and then came back <laughs> to the news rip came
2: to the bathroom and i leaned over and i was like and i and i was like mutt is dead and that's why Indy and marion aren't together anymore
1: and then i just said
2: oh no i said mutt died in the war that's what i in said the war? <laughs> he died in the i war. said i said
0: huh and then took to the water. <laughs> Going in, so when, as soon as I found out Shad LaBeouf was not coming back, I was like, "Oh, they're killing him in Vietnam! Like he's yeah, fucking yeah. dying I, in Vietnam."
1: I just re-listened to our Crystal Skull podcast, and you fucking called it on yeah. the pod. I did. Fucking ding, ding, ding! Fucking marked that one for franchise surprise.
0: I um, <laughs> I'm surprised I did not. I thought I think I said this in, to a coworker. But what my theory for the Dial of Destiny was that it was like a, a a thing that it was like the the Fountain of Youth or whatever,
1: mm. because
0: in because in certain shots you see because Mads Mickelson is like older than younger and like all this stuff. Yeah. And like he they didn't really do any work on him. They just grayed his hair a little bit. They just they just put yeah. some Ben Nye fucking hairspray in his in his hair. And that was about <laughs> it. Yeah.
1: They caked his um, makeup up a little bit. Yeah. And um
0: because so and I was thinking it was like gonna be that type of thing, but it wasn't. It was a, it was fucking time travel. Yeah. Well, and, that also
1: would have uh, included them having to go to St. Augustine, Florida, which i don't really think indiana jones would have any business in st augustine florida really i'm retiring soon so i might as well retire down here i've been looking at this place called the villages (laughs) oh Indy, no (laughs) Uh, why not Uh that I know you like artifacts, but not those kinds, man.
0: (laughs) Uh, This is a good stage show. Instead of what is that Mel Brooks, the A Thousand Year Old Man? It's just me and Indiana Jones (laughs) talking about moving to Florida and then you going, I don't
1: think that's a good idea. Oh no, man. (laughs) Oh, don't do that. There's so many old people with venereal diseases. Don't do it, man. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, yeah.
0: That the the biggest. I mean, the biggest thing about this movie was like the ending and how fucking they fucking went for it, dude. Yeah, and they got me. They got me. I was just like, holy shit! Like he didn't, you know, he didn't got He didn't know about continental drift. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the, they're like, and that and that whole part of them like not knowing where the fuck is gonna happen.
3: Yeah,
1: was fucking great. Yeah, yeah. that was because very cool. Because right, like right. you
0: know, Indiana Jones is going to live to the end of the movie, but like not knowing where they're going, right? You know what I mean? Is just anyway.
1: Ugh. Well, and even great. then, I don't know that you necessarily knew because once they end up at the siege of Syracuse, mm-hmm. like it was for me, it, I was feeling a very Toy Story three in the incinerator shoot moment, where it's kind of like. I don't know, man. Maybe fucking leave him there. Like, if I were an archaeologist, fuck it. I think that would be pretty dope. And, yeah. and, and fuck it. You know? What better way to. But he got make- shot,
2: Rich. He was going to die in like a few days.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> fucking uh, great. They ain't got no medicines from me here anyway, and I'm old. i want to hang it up. You know me, I'm Indiana Jones. Unless you take me out, I can't stop myself from doing this shit. I got no willpower.
0: Wait, let me, let me hear Indiana Jones say that. They ain't got no medicines here.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's so um, but yeah, it also made sense. Uh, you know why he didn't stay, and um, and it's very grateful he didn't stay because we got to see the uh, the reunion Mm -hmm. and marion which at least fucking seats one and two next to each other me and peyton we were fucking balling our eyes out we were balling our eyes out but we definitely had some fucking tears rolling
2: yeah yeah
0: i think i i can't i don't think i teared up i don't think i cried as
1: much as y'all
0: um uh, i was just mostly like i'm sure like, you didn't i was along for the <laughs> fucking ride i was like <laughs> yeah. this, this shit's yeah. fucking dope man i'm fucking in it but um,
1: straight up like as soon as as you see indy's face see marion i was just like oh i'm fucking done for her.
3: yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: i'm fucking done uh i do like the the subtle humor in this movie thinking about like you know he's in the beginning of the movie he sees marion's picture and like moves the magnet over her
1: face and then when she shows yeah. up he like moves it
2: off. It it's so good i love little bits well, like moves that. it while she's not looking yeah really funny,
1: <laughs> a oh man uh you want to talk about the beginning beginning of this movie uh no paramount mountain shot Oh boy, I think that was the They first really thing. fumbled the bag with that one. Yeah,
0: That was I think that's why everybody fucking shit on this movie. They they saw the first 30 <laughs> seconds. They're like, "Well, fuck." And it.
2: then they walked out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so they, didn't, they didn't they didn't they didn't trek Frank Marshall's ass out to fucking the the French Alps to find a mountain. It <laughs> looked like the goddamn Paramount logo.
1: <laughs> he could have got a seaplane
0: playing with his buddy Buffett.
1: Very disappointing.
3: Ugh.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah i think that was the first thing i talked about when we got out of the theater was they yeah, they did the so.
1: logo transition.
0: Yeah.
1: well it also te- took them their second time like traveling to a different continent before they actually had the map with the red line going oh, yeah. where they were going like the first time they like went to a different country i'm just like well, where's 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 our fucking how do we know where we're getting how do we know where we are
0: i feel like that was <laughs> yeah. like them I'm going sure. oh shit this is this is we gotta we gotta get from action set piece to action set piece we gotta cut something quick it was probably like a a you know a beat you know a rhythm mm-hmm. thing yeah and then and then that second one was earned though it was just like all right let's yeah. take our time riding this yeah. driving this yeah. yes driving this boat top speed
3: <laughs> uh to
0: syracuse <laughs> Ugh. A compl- uh, while I'm thinking about it, I'm just gonna say this a complaint. I think the main complaint is the you know, I got it's my, it's my nit to pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a couple, yeah. Volar just showing up whenever it's
1: convenient, he's just yeah. there. <laughs> that like, was very funny, especially like he was showing up like they had a GPS tracker on them. Yeah. yeah, like it made <laughs> more sense in ever.
0: at least in Crystal Skull they were like, oh, fucking, um, what's his name? Growl Tiger was dropping trackers on. You know, <laughs> I, I knew Mac. I was looking for who he turned into when he got sucked into other okay. dimension, which was Growl Tiger. But he was dropping you know those little red light pills all over the uh-huh. place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had the tracking devices where Voler was just like. Physics. I'm an astrophysicist. That is no. Like he looked at the stars and somehow knew where they were.
2: He said it's all mathematics. Yeah. It, it,
1: <laughs> it was, uh, the was very much like a, a Thrawn esque villain, where it was very much kind of like, no, 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 let them get away. We'll catch them here. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Using their own shit against them and this and that. Mm-hmm. And, and like, you know like oh no i'm five steps ahead of you but then he gets hoisted on his own petard which that would actually be my nit to pick is that volar didn't one we didn't really get to see him uh face his fucking mortality <laughs> and oh, what yeah it didn't happen like directly because of his own you know fucking uh, uh, pride or gloriousness whatever. or his pride hubris yeah yeah that's
2: what i thought they were gonna do with the continental drift but then right they didn't it was like they came close to doing that but yeah
1: and then they just got taken down Mm -hmm. i really was like charred body but that was the end of it
2: yeah yeah i liked the um what was it the fbi character that they had cia yeah cia i i liked her presence in the movie a lot but i felt like it didn't really pay off like when they just like killed her like yeah, i felt yeah. like she was going to do something more important like in the second half or something mm-hmm. like that um, yeah, So I have that some sort of, of role to play yeah yeah, yeah. i feel because like i like thought that... it was interesting to kind of have like this person that was in between indiana jones and mm-hmm. the villain like she's not necessarily a villain but she's also like not helping which i guess thebie waller bridges covers that section two but like in a different way. Yeah. I think, Who I loved. I think the two yeah answers, me too.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Phoebe Virgil was great. We'll get to her though. Um I think the 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 with that though that point that too had, many people in the they movie. had too many characters for <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. And then one of the things they were that James Mangold talked about how they like one of the things they were going for was hair like Indiana Jones was from a world that was black and white and this was gray. Mm-hmm. Like, this whole world was gray, so that was, like, that was why her character was in there, because she was, you know, she was working for the government, but she was also working for a Nazi astrophysicist, mm-hmm. so, like, that was the whole, that was, that was well, the it, whole point it, of that. it
1: could have spoken even more towards, like, the compromises that the country made to do things like get to the moon, mm-hmm. watch, right, right. Uh, 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 fucking, oh, God, what's that space show on Apple Plus that I really fucking love? For all mankind. Um for all mankind. Watch for all mankind, man. That shit's fucking good. Um, but like yeah, it, it it definitely felt like there was a lot more with that character to really kind of like delve into as far as
2: and I felt like
1: Gray. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I felt
2: like the film put a lot of prominence on her character that didn't mm-hmm. really pay off. Like it was it was interesting, like she seemed like she was framed to be a big player and then it didn't pay off later like on like that
1: fucking priest in Last Crusade,
2: yeah, right. <laughs>
1: That, <laughs> or not last week, Crystal Skull. Yeah, so that's also what happened. Is they remember Crystal Skull, and they saw that the party <laughs> was getting a little too big, and they're like, oh, "Okay, we got to whittle this down," <laughs> and we're paying Boyd Holbrook a little too much for his. We're, his quotes get a little up there these days. Yeah. Oh man,
2: I that that and also my brother mentioned this, and I was thinking about it, but when um. Sala drops India off at the airport and asks mm. if he can go on the adventure I was like oh he's probably going to show up like later on in like the second or third act of the movie and then he never does I was like why did they have him say that if he wasn't going to show up later in the movie that was my man's old <laughs> that was I know very... but it's it's just weird that he's like I really want to go
1: and then like nothing happens I I <laughs> I think that was to me that was also a very Irishman type of thing to include oh I haven't seen the Irishman it's about the fucking getting old and not being able to do all the yeah fun shit you used to yeah um and uh and yeah that was like the 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 flip side of it was like no sometimes you are you you just fucking can't you can't yeah go yeah. on the adventure and you do have grandchildren and you do have to like you know like you were maybe this like connected hot shot you know uh once upon a time and but you moved to america and you fucking drive a goddamn cab now um that,
0: that was the crazy thing he's about still paying
1: off his brother-in-law's car yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> it would have been funny if his <laughs> excuse me his cab got blown up and, it, and that was his brother-in-law's cab yeah but i th- that backstory is very interesting that so during world war because of course the nazis yeah, that he invaded Mm. And then mm. Indy gets Solid to America, to like you know, and I th- I was like, oh, that fucking makes sense. yeah Like, yeah, because at first I was like, what the fuck, Solid doing driving a cab in America? Then they said <laughs> that, and I was like, oh yeah, that's that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, checks out. Yeah. Oh man, I yeah that that I I think I don't know if my favorite part was the prologue, but I just love seeing Indiana Jones during the war like yeah yeah i love that he's still like all right colonel jones we know (laughs) we have a uniform i'm not wearing that i got my own uniform i got uh i got 18 of these shirts (laughs) one goddamn jacket and 15 hats oh that's right i got more than one anyway wait i just love Uh, that he got the fucking fighting Nazis. He was still wearing the goddamn bullwhip and all that stuff. The man with the hat, as they call the him, man with the hat.
1: <laughs> I do. Uh, I really did love the uh, parade sequence as well. Oh uh, yeah, with Indy riding the horse that was through very cool. the streets of New York City. Um, I, what's funny
2: I love about- when he joins the protester. Mm, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> the shot of him and the horse,
0: where he's like. You know, rears back on the horse. It's like it 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 lasts an eternity in the trailer, and you're just like, god yeah. goddamn, that's some bad CG." And this one, they're like, six frames, cut it down to six frames." <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that, that the protesters and all that stuff. That shit was fucking.
2: That's so funny. I was also. I love to... when Indy like plays around and like
1: just fuck shit up. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
2: He's gonna fuck yeah. shit up.
1: Yeah. yeah. Great. So chaos, yeah. <laughs> um, I was listening to uh one pod that was like trying to do the math on how old Mutt was, like when he went to Vietnam. Um, but I also think that because his father was also in the army, I feel like he probably because he, he correct me if I'm wrong, he did volunteer mm-hmm. to go to Vietnam, correct? Yes, yes. Yeah. So that could have been one of those things where it's like, I'm trying to find myself, my purpose. Right. Maybe I'll yeah. join the army like my dad did. And there is a war to fight. So mm-hmm. I think
2: that's I think that's what was kind of implied, implied with like yeah. the movie. Cause I think I can't remember exactly what he says and this might have been while you're in the bathroom, but it was like he was like he, he missed a
0: we're lot silent. while you're in the bathroom.
1: <laughs> I thought I was leaving at a decent opportunity. It seems like <laughs> right, Chad was in the movie. Down. They had a they had a flashback <laughs> to him dying in Vietnam. He oh my! Did you do. in the bathroom? <laughs> oh my God! How how uh, gratuitous was it? Uh, it was
0: it? It was it was it was kind of fucked up. They just took the footage of William <laughs> Defoe dying in Platoon and just superimposed uh face. But but they made sure the monkey was next to him. So the monkey was also doing the the anyway
1: it was right there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the reason Mutt died was that he also wore his uniform just like his dad did. So he's just a greaser in the fucking <laughs> North Vietnam jungle. <laughs> uh, anyway,
3: I want to see that now,
0: <laughs> Jones. Are you going? Aren't you going to take off that greaser? Hey, man, he's just combing his hair back. Fucking comb. Oozing with Coca Cola. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I want to see that now. Just we need that side. We need that side cool of just mutton Vietnam. Yeah, good mutton Vietnam. No, that's not good. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, what do you want to talk about, Peyton?
2: Should we talk about Thebe Waller Bridge?
1: Fuck yeah,
0: he's so fucking good in this.
2: So good. Yeah, she just fits in the world so well, and I like how they incorporated like her dad in the prologue and stuff, mm-hmm. so that they had that like hit shared history and mm-hmm. and things like that. It didn't feel Shelby like she Jones. was like. It, it felt a lot more natural than just like showing up in Crystal Skull, and oh, yeah. it, it's it felt like we, it was more invested. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I just love that they let her be, just like swarmy and like like she's like ogling all these guys during the whole time and like she's like has sort of like this indiana jones personality but like Mm -hmm. her own spin on it and um she's like
0: she's like a dirtbag indiana jones yeah
2: yeah yeah, she's i was gonna say she's a rapscallion Yeah, yeah yeah and i love that um too that uh Oh shit! What I was gonna... What was I gonna say? Oh, I I like that she's sort of like this—not antagonist, but like sort of—you don't know what side she falls on, which I feel like is kind of what they failed to do in, um, um, in from my perspective in the Last Crusade, where it's just like this made her a Nazi, so I didn't feel like it was like as morally ambiguous yeah, yeah. like it, this was a lot more interesting to me of, of like well what is she going to do like does she care more about the money like is she going to mm, work with she the liked Nazis? Books, Peyton. the nazi <laughs> like books
3: isn't that a redeeming quality
2: i don't know what books that she like <laughs> starts with an m
0: i like one book <laughs>
2: And it was also nice that like we didn't have to worry. I don't. I don't know. We didn't have to be like, is are she and Indy going to sleep together? Because they weren't. So that was Mm -hmm. fun. It was just like a different dynamic that we don't usually get.
0: It was. Um. I mean, it was definitely a godfather goddaughter relationship.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was. It was good. Um. I'm glad we got another. You know. They didn't go back. Obviously, couldn't go back to the well of uh i just took r2d2's arm off um <laughs> go back to the well of marion so yeah. it's like oh let's also make a strong another we could we could make another strong woman and they fucking did yeah, it.
2: yeah and make her different yeah, yeah, yeah and like, make her different yeah. yeah like she's not the same brand as as marion like yeah. i feel like when they did temple of doom they're like okay we have to make her different than marion so that means she's blonde the, and shallow yeah. the
0: exact yeah. opposite
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The, but, it's well, more nuanced than that yeah <laughs> like the same hangups that that ndc's in himself yeah, like exactly yeah. memorizing your you don't memorize your dad's diary for money mm-hmm. yeah 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 and
2: just a overall great performance by phoebe wallbridge like i even yeah. like during the movie i was like you know if they gave her her own series like about the wombat or whatever i probably would watch it like i wouldn't be mad i wouldn't be mad that they we're trying to make more money off of the series in that way.
0: Yeah, I think they announced before it even came out that they weren't gonna do that. But yeah, I would I would love to
2: see her, you know,
0: whipping ass in the 1970s. Mm-hmm.
1: I'd watch exactly. and even if even if this serves as proof of concept that she could do something in right. that genre. Right.
3: Yeah. Um
1: also Nick, I think when you called her a dirtbag Indiana Jones, I think you meant to call her a flea bag Indiana Jones. <laughs> I was
0: Objectively trying not to do that.
2: <laughs> she is like creating the Tomb Raider series for, I think, Amazon or something. So I'm really? excited to see what she does with that. Yeah,
0: they need to. They need. They, they just need to let that fucking
2: let Tomb Raider go. They need to let or it go, just man. let it be pixelized. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. Make it look like fucking Minecraft. Oh yeah. I'm trying to see some I'm trying
0: to see some triangle boobs for sure. (laughs) Give me them those pyramid pyramid titties.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Let
0: me get them. Put that Indiana Jones font. Let me see them (laughs) pyramid titties.
2: Um, T i d d i e s. Yeah.
3: Uh,
0: I hope there's an episode where uh, it's just Lord Croft trying to lock her butler in the freezer because that's all we fucking did when we played Tomb Raider 3 was trying to lock that goddamn (laughs) butler in the freezer. (laughs) This is a very specific reference to a sleepover I once went to in two (laughs) thousand. I'm just going to say normal
2: 2000. I've only played the reboot series of Tomb Raider. Should I play the old games?
0: No. Um, <laughs>
1: I'll give you a PS1 demo that I still have. Yeah. Okay, I think, cool, I think cool. everybody
0: still has that demo.
1: <laughs> um, my dad had
0: it on PC and just would just, he 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 just picked the most random games that he was just like, <laughs> I'm going to play this game and I'm going to play it until I'm the best at it. And then he he
2: wanted to see them pyramid titties.
0: Yeah, he was like, I heard there's a, I don't know why my dad said the Indiana Jones. Heard there was a secret ending. If you get this chalice and you get the right one, you can see the pyramid
1: titties. <laughs> uh, I was reading the Game Informer. i went on gamefaq.com
0: and found an old dot matrix printout of a cheat code (laughs) uh yeah it was tomb raider the original tomb raider and crash bandicoot those were the two games uh one they were both from playstation (laughs) but he chose to play one on pc and the other on um whatchamacallit on the other on a playstation (sighs) anyway we're talking about feeble bridge Mm uh yeah she's great in this movie um the fucking set piece of her riding the motorcycle in the rain trying to get the helicopter not helicopter Uh, the plane that that was was fucking dope um the tuk tuk chase scene great great work phenomenal i just love how they mixed in action with like and that, that was, comedy and yeah that was some good ass comedy and exposition weaved in with action that was a exactly. fucking great set piece
2: a wonderful example of how you put exposition into a film without it feeling unnatural i
0: remember um because obviously spielberg used to not do this shit but like ready player one is a prime example of like just spielberg's like i don't know just fucking do it this way and like there's just one scene (laughs) in ready player one that was just people just talking in a room Mm -hmm. they're just computer cgi people talking in a room and i'm like stevie baby you you (laughs) can do better i know you can i've seen it (laughs) and then there's a scene of like just a fucking horde giant horde of people fucking attacking something i'm like stevie why are you doing a sky beam? Why are you doing that? What right they're you t- doing, Steve? I know you can't do that. Anyway, we all know Steven Spielberg made Ready Player One because he was killing time until he could make The bins Because his dad died when when well, was that? he died? Anyway,
1: come on, Dad, hurry the fuck up! I did. A, I'm over here I'm making making remake West Side Story before
0: you <laughs> fucking die. <laughs> I think his dad lived till he was like 102 or something. Oh wow! Anyway, um,
2: I did miss I did miss Steven Spielberg's touch on this. I think that yeah. James Man- Mangold did a great job, but it's it's just like the way that S- Spielberg's eye and the way that the cameras it looks at the world was was missed a little bit.
0: I do I do think that James Mangold should have just remade Copland, but with the Indian Jones characters. I think, <laughs> I think that's what he should have done. <laughs> Could you imagine fucking Solace showing up at the end with a cigarette hanging from his mouth shooting <laughs> Harvey Cottel like Ray Liotta and Copland? Oh my God. Y'all have no idea. I first saw coplan like a year or two ago. I was in my living room. I got I fucking applauded the fucking TV when Ray Liotta rode up in that fucking Camaro, fucking wearing a fucking tracksuit with a cigarette hanging from his mouth. Oh, I'm going to have to
2: add this to my list. I haven't Dude, seen this one.
0: Watch that fucking scene. That's the fucking best <laughs> Actually, you, you kind of had to watch the whole movie that leads up to that part. <laughs> that, and you'll finally fucking see the greatest line reading in hi- uh, history of cinema of uh, Robert Niro going, and you blow it! While holding a sandwich <laughs> in his hand. Uh, anyway, I fucking love Copland. I'm surprised I don't own it on. on. Um, anyway. On
2: Blu-ray. Yeah,
0: Blu-ray. I'm surprised. Uh, I was kind of afraid we were going to get uh the wolverine james mangold because that logan. movie was dope until the last act and that last act for the wolverine is just like that was obviously like 20th century fox was like we ain't got some notes can you we, jam- got-, we, can-
1: <laughs> we got logan mangold
0: yeah we got we got logan man we got we got ford v ferrari mango we, we got a lot <laughs> of similar
1: themes going on here yeah
0: mm-hmm. especially for logan yeah yeah i think that's something they brought up in the that he brought up was that it's similar themes to logan in that but this movie's more light and comical as opposed to fucking yes. grim as shit
1: yes oh yeah uh, uh oh, i will also the- point out that there is uh, a lone wolf and cub relationship in this in Dial of Destiny, but it's not the one you often see with Phoebe Waller Bridge and Teddy. Oh man! Uh, there was a great Ringerverse podcast on just like the genre of lone wolf and cub, and they did talk about like the maybe couple insta- instances of like a a, a a a a woman being the lone wolf. Yeah, uh, um, but I, I, I fucking love yeah, this. Yeah, I can't I fucking love Teddy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Are there other films where it's like an older woman and then a a boy child?
0: No, I Damn.
2: can't really think of one. Yeah, yeah, it was a really interesting dynamic, and it was really fun. Yeah,
0: yeah, I love. Yeah, I love that they they met because Teddy stole something from her. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is
2: how Indian Short Round met too, which yeah. is mm-hmm. fun a fun uh, parallel. By the and way, also-, also,
0: or you go ahead. My, my was Let's about talk like about Wolf some like.
1: Uh, uh uh big shoes to fill as far as like being a child sidekick in an i Indian know yeah like, of all fucking timing <laughs> to first yeah you <laughs> to be like for them to bring everyone's... back another yeah yeah for the for the fucking most famous one to be in the front of everyone's brain right now mm-hmm. yeah but uh yeah teddy was great
0: yeah i uh, he, he was able to take care of himself I, I love the part where he like doesn't know how to swim, and then Indiana Jones is like, "All you got to do is," I forget what he says, grab
1: and pull, grab, grab and then pull. Later, <laughs> he's grabbing and pulling after he after he handcuffed the fucking gargantuan Nazi to the to the
2: to the water crane. Yeah, yeah. he fucking a little kid murdered murder, somebody. The body count <laughs> in this movie's fucking high.
0: Oh yeah. yeah my my god when
2: they when they shot that woman when the nazi shot the woman in the university i i was gagged i was good oh
1: yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. i used to just like civilians catching i was almost gonna say strays but but no that was very but that was on purpose Yeah.
0: (laughs) Mangold said we earning this pg-13 yeah (laughs) that was good um I'm glad that we're also covering a second movie uh, on the podcast where Con Edison is a villain. Uh, the first one was, of course, Ghostbusters 2, and now that was now it's this
1: one. And <laughs> <laughs> I the hole over here. I was, yeah, I was waiting
0: yo. on, I was, hey, Ziggy, yo, I was yo. waiting on that moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: Well, you're I right, thought... there were so many holes on Second Avenue, we didn't think anyone would notice. That's a good one.
0: Yeah, indiana, young indiana jones that's that's not indiana jones that's young indiana jones that's what that voice is yeah.
1: <laughs> you know you know a uh, uh a very young race dance was trying to get a hold of a cult uh, uh a master not a master of the occult but like a, a studier of the occult mr uh, uh professor jones <laughs> yeah there on manhattan oh man
0: yeah, is it confirmed that uh, whether or not Ray went to like uh, University of Chicago, or was uh, mm-hmm. or maybe he was just following in Indiana Jones's footsteps and got sidetracked? <laughs> Bangos, uh, speaking of podcasts, they got sidetracked. Oh, I don't even know what else I want to talk about. Movie, good. Here <laughs> are some other parts. Um, oh, go ahead i was gonna say a lot of this movie made me think of the uncharted video games i don't know if y'all played those games but like straight up i was like oh that that was an uncharted that was an uncharted like the whole train part there's a whole fucking in uncharted 2 there's a train sequence that's very similar um in which guess what you're getting a dagger uh in uncharted and then um i'm trying to think what else you start in the back of the train get to the front of the train because you're trying to get this dagger from a guy and then it ends with them shooting uh gu- like shooting at a helicopter in a fucking like turret anyway and it's safe to say some people played some video games before they wrote this movie um <laughs> and then the phoebe waller bridge like hel- uh motorcycle part that was also in uncharted 3 mm-hmm. uh, getting to the helicopter but it was well, a G uh, anyway
2: oh my god in the opening when he's when he Jumps on the motorcycle and then um oh, the sidecar. He car. banks the he banks the sidecar into the tree with the Nazi in it. Oh my god! I screamed. That was so fun, dude. Just just seeing Indiana <laughs> Jones fucking
0: just fucking just destroy some Nazis in this movie is yeah. fucking great.
2: Yeah, and, and that's like, what I was. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is I, I saw someone comment like, "I'm so glad that this movie came out now because when like Nazis are sort of like coming back to the spotlight of like this message of like." Even though the war's over, the Nazis are still around, and, like, Mm -hmm. that doesn't end, like, those people and that ideology, and, like, they're always going to be dangerous, so...
0: And what's another great part about this movie is that we now have good one-liners to say to these Nazis. Yes.
1: We got <laughs> new ones. We got, we new, got ones. new ones. We don't have to keep reusing the same old. You should Andy have stayed goes. in Poland. You should have yeah. stayed in Poland. He, had, he, had, a, he yeah. had another good one-liner in the in the prologue. You're German. Line. Don't try and make jokes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Um, I I also... Uh, that was that was my that was the bare minimum. That was my bare minimum requirement. Was just yeah, dunking and punching not na- on Nazis. Yeah, yeah, like that was just wasting successful, those Nazis. That was going to be a successful Indiana Jones movie to me. Mm-hmm. If Crystal Skull did that, that would have been a successful Indiana Jones movie to me. Um, I don't know what it is about going back in time and literally meeting Archimedes. But I'm still so much fucking cooler with that than aliens. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just I can't soul is that? search How about why. That? How is why that, does more, that not matter? Why is that more believable
2: <laughs> to me?
1: Because <laughs> it's of this earth at least. I
2: mean, I think a big part of it still is that CGI alien. Like that really pulled me mm. out. <laughs>
1: And the, yeah, Archimedes so, so. wasn't made. At, Archimedes
0: <laughs> wasn't made out of plastic and
2: paper mache. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Also, at least like the like the actual MacGuffin of the movie didn't look like like a yeah. party favor this time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. True. True. But I think um, I don't know, especially because they based it in mathematics and stuff like that. It didn't seem like yeah. so otherworldly. Yeah. I don't know. Like obviously, like religious magic has like has. Is the, like the main thing that 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 um is like the thing in the first three movies, but this didn't feel like too far off of that path for some reason. I yeah. don't know. I just like that I they think...
0: or gave us a red herring of the yeah
1: of the dagger, of the, yeah, <laughs> which I I think like the the uh, concept of that dagger is like what originally sort of started the wheels turning for like the serialized like indiana jones of it all mm-hmm. um but uh yeah i uh fucking lost it never mind i'm sorry it's all it's right a, it's a good movie it, it's a good movie and bring me back in right now yeah uh i also think
2: Oh, sorry. Do you have something you're gonna no, say? No, 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 I'll go. No, okay. I also think thematically, the Dial of Destiny tied in a little bit more with the story. Like it was, it was about going back in time and fixing your mistakes, or like mm-hmm. trying to improve things, like that type of thing. And like with the Crystal Skull, I think it was just kind of like a, like I can't remember, like it being tied to the. I don't even know what the theme of
1: Crystal Skull is. Uh, uh, Yeah. I mean, I know the reason why (laughs) was like a quest for knowledge or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And like, they want to return the artifact to like where it belongs, but also it it didn't seem to to pull into like a, because the theme of, I guess, Crystal Skull is like sort of reunions and things like that. And that doesn't really tie into the Crystal Skull. I don't know
1: uh well, well i guess all 13 of those uh yeah uh, aliens yeah aliens
2: oh we're re- reunited re- re- yeah, yeah, yeah fucking yeah. john
1: john hurt even says reunion
2: yeah at yeah point.
0: <laughs> you know? so the whole point of that movie was knowledge and reunion which is yeah. like okay but okay. like
2: like last yeah. crusade this was just seems to be like thought out a little more like it just works better for some reason it's like yeah, the Last
0: Crusade is just the whole the whole journey was the father like finding the father and like reuniting yeah. the father and yeah. son. Yeah, and then this movie is like deals with regret, grief, and yeah, grief, depression, yeah, aging, yeah, and a fucking Not being time as machine good
1: as you once was. Yeah, and yeah. like the
0: thing the thing you would want most in all that situation is a fucking time machine.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I was I was hearing about the the way that like they um sort of mapped out the score and like uh, another reason for having that big sort of uh, uh prologue is because you get a lot of that fucking classic indie score that we all know and love mm-hmm. and then boom we get to 69 and nice. <laughs> it takes and you don't get as much of the score you hear little notes of it here and there Mm -hmm. But it starts to come back a little bit more and more as Indy starts to knock the the rust off and starts to get back in like the the swing of things. Also, speaking of of, with the whip, uh, uh, also a much better uh, uh, tailoring job of his of his uh, trousers uh, this time around. They didn't have that old man sag that they had in Crystal Skull. Um, (laughs) uh, Also,
0: you think they gave him butt like uh, a butt pad like they did uh, one of the (laughs) Spider-Men and
3: they
1: they uh 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 Harrison Ford sent them an mp3 of the calls that lbj made to levis when he was describing how to
0: yeah exactly
1: how to how to cut his 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 dungarees
0: oh um, you know you know Harrison's got the original cassettes he didn't send no mp3s you're right. You're
1: right. Um, no, well, Callista held the uh, iPhone up to oh, the, okay. up to the player, up to the real, real. Um, Thank God for Callista. I I do love the uh, like the the, the fact that it was, it was it was a fun twist that the dial always went back to the Siege of Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Like that was never not gonna be the case, and it was Voller's. Sort of uh, misunderstanding Downfall, of yeah the artifact, yeah, which is why. So there is that still, but again, we didn't see a fucking face melt. We didn't see uh, him turn yeah. into Christopher Lloyd. Like we didn't see anything.
2: It like wasn't that. as visceral of a exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't
1: know, um, man. Seeing his
0: charred remains was pretty gnarly. Yeah, it that was.
1: was good. It, it was like they they. It was a half measure. It felt yeah. like. It was like we know you're respecting something. It's like all right, fine, thanks. Um (laughs) I am glad we got one thing. We
0: didn't get one thing that we wanted, but we got two things. That's right. We got two instances of creepy crawlies. Yes. Mm. We got of the when they
2: they look like snakes. No, they don't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Harrison Ford's fucking funny in this. He's so funny, yeah. Not only is he (laughs) fucking funny, but he's also
1: like crushed the moments where he needed to crush it because yeah. I think it was you Nick that after the whole fucking underwater chase happened which was also a really cool fucking sequence mm-hmm. um and uh, uh Benicio del Toro not Benicio del Toro fucking Antonio Banderas <laughs> Puss in Boots uh, Puss, in uh, Puss in Boots fucking dies and they, oh like, my escape. god and Nick I think it was you or someone that was with it us, was like, me yeah yeah you pointed out like you know, Phoebe Waller a uh, Wombat was going off about like, oh boy, wasn't this exciting? And we got away. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah and most movies just are just like, most movies. Fucker, are just my like, friend just yeah. died.
0: Most movies just like, oh yeah, that guy's dead. Let's move on. And he's like, guys, uh, it like,
2: was my friend.
1: He had a boat.
2: Yeah, he was <laughs> my friend. Yeah, that was good.
1: Ugh. yeah. That was that was a that was a good moment. Yeah, because like,
0: this it's it's really good that Indiana Jones is like stopping and is just like Cause you don't. I'm trying to think of previous movies where people close died. Like his, you know, his friend at the beginning of Temple of Doom, who in the video but game, he double
1: crossed that guy. No, he didn't. Oh, I thought you were t- never mind. Oh, Temple of Doom.
0: Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, um, he was well, like,
1: even in well, Rainer- this guy's
0: dead. Drops him yeah. and like moves on. Yeah.
2: Even in Raiders of the Lost Ark, I mean, he's, well, no, no, he does. I was going to say, like, when he thinks that Marion is dead, but, oh, he's, but he, he, he's sad about it. Yeah, yeah. It's, a,
1: it's, a, it's another great way of showing, like, even though we just met this character, it's a great way of showing uh, the toll that it's yeah, the taken on it, yeah. Indy. The weight mm-hmm. of all these people, not just, like, that have passed... From adventures, but just from fucking age. And again, mm. like the more I think about this movie, the more and more it has in common with The Irishman, and it's fucking me up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there was Ray the Romano
1: should have been in both.
0: There was the <laughs> point um where Phoebe the we gloss over the fact that the first time Phoebe Waller Bridge Helena meets Indiana Jones, she walks up to him and says. So I heard you paint houses. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I used to kid. be a carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> now watch me curb stop this guy. <laughs> oh, man. Going back to the Irishman and our conversation about technology. I just love that. Like six months later, some deep fake guys came out and was like, we could have done this a lot better, guys. <laughs> and they did. It looks so much better. I'm just glad they didn't try to de age his voice because how fucking monotone Mark Hamill's yeah. A- AI voice is in The, the Mandalorian and Book of oh, the get Oh, God. I mean, you know. That's Mark Hamill's performance. He's he does a great job, but like it's just yeah. the AI de aging of his voice. Yeah. Is uh, Hopefully next seat whenever they bring Luke back, if they ever do, it's better. Anyway, um, yeah, a lot of weight in this movie. A lot of uh, it's just a heavy. It's I think it's besides Last Crusade, it's like definitely the heaviest out of all these movies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, thematically and you know.
1: But it's still fun. It's still it's, it's still fun. moving along. It's got the damn heart of an Indiana Jones movie, that's for sure. It mm-hmm. it
0: definitely feels more like an Indiana Jones movie than
1: Crystal Skull.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's the other
1: thing I was going to fucking say that I that I fucking loved was the twist on the trope of if you had a time machine, would you go back and kill Hitler? Cuz it turns out this Nazi would <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, the Nazi would kill Hitler because he failed. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Oh man, that was that was that was a that was very clever. I thought that was a, a, a well, a good use, a good deployment of that, of that concept.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, that yeah, it's just crazy that the fact that the Nazi was like he, I got this. I could do better. <laughs> you know why? Because I know math.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you don't hear enough Nazis say. You know what the Hitler guy? Eh. Mid. <laughs> which honestly uh, uh that's probably a good thing because if was yeah. trying to outdo Hitler Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. we got a real problem <laughs> yeah
3: uh,
0: I just love how this movie is just one form of science versus another form of science math versus yeah. archaeology <laughs> yeah and I guess since Hitler dropped out of art school it's just science versus art <laughs> as well did he drop out or did he fail out? You know what? I don't I give he a shit. Failed out. I don't give a shit. Uh, fuck that guy. That guy sucks.
1: Oh <laughs> well, yeah, he failed at
0: our school. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking about Detective Crashmore. You guy, that guy fucking sucks. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. John Reese Davies looking, looking, got the drip on at the premiere of this movie. Got the, I want that fucking suit. <laughs> anyway, I was looking at IMDb photos. Um, I what are what are some other dope sequences the fucking hanging sequence in the beginning where they're trying to hang Indiana Jones that was oh cool. I was
2: on the I even though I knew he was gonna live I was on the edge of my seat yeah all that all like that they I, you know I
0: know man gold ain't no Spielberg but he still did a fucking great job
2: mm-hmm. yeah uh, um I like the plane sequence with the with the kid drive with Teddy driving the there's plane. a kid driving the plane <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: uh what what car we can't have him drive a car what vehicle
3: <laughs> can we get him the drive
0: i got it an aeroplane <laughs> what was the point of having a man asleep in that plane there was no point in that that was the weirdest thing well i
2: think it was to land it right or yeah
0: but like i feel like teddy could have done a good job yeah. of landing the plane <laughs> we didn't we didn't need some italian guy in the stuck in the plane <laughs> yeah, I just love that. That's the real. I think maybe De-
2: I think it was like just for you know you didn't know if he laughs. was gonna attack. Yeah, and you didn't know if he was gonna attack Teddy or what yeah. was gonna happen. But yeah, raise the stakes.
0: But yeah, going back to, um yeah, Voller just calling up dudes in the whim to like bring Nazi airplanes <laughs> to random countries. That's the real dial of destiny. That phone that he used <laughs> to like call those dudes up. It was like I'm gonna need a plane. And uh, where are I, we? Sicily, yeah, bring the plane. Yeah, I and think bring and don't... go to party city and get some uniforms.
1: <laughs> Fresh uniforms. <laughs> uh yeah, I think somebody was um we were with mentioned or just like, how do you how even if they didn't know they were going to Sicily, how'd they know to have a plane there? I'm just like That was me that said that. Because <laughs> that, was, that was you, that was what I was and thinking of. Uh my response was you gotta stay ready, man. Yeah, it's true. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah anyway you can tell i was been thinking about this movie a lot in the past eight days and <laughs> that's like my only complaints was gruff voice young indie, uh and the villain just showing up randomly which it's a pulpy you know movie so of course that's gonna happen and then um my guy just having planes show up where he, be, he needs it to be shown up the scuba dive sequence with the eels was great um Mm -hmm. i think we've already talked about that the creepy crawlies in the cave with the centipedes and all that stuff that was that was
2: really oh yeah
0: that was gross a lot better than the ants Mm um god i'm I'm trying to think of what else happens in
3: this
2: movie that i liked i was trying to think if there was anything else i want to talk about before talking about the end
0: um I mean, we've jumped all over the place. Uh I really can't unless I rewatch it again. I really can't think of anything else I want to yeah. talk about. But well, we hit all the great the great points of the movie and how do we feel like about Mads
1: was... uh Mad's performance?
0: Oh uh, my god. Oh, I thought he was I mean, good. The first yeah, ti- as soon as they using German. As soon as they cast him, I was like, oh, I can't wait to hear him say Dr. Jones.
2: I wanna know how he survived that hereditary moment in the opening of the movie.
0: Oh, he, he got hit. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: That was a weird part.
2: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I thought he was a perfect uh indie villain. Great choice. Dr. Jones.
0: Uh I love the fact that he um was based out of Huntsville, Alabama.
3: At
2: the uh
0: <laughs> 'cause there's a lot of like the Saturn um because the Saturn V rocket was like developed in Huntsville so I guess he worked mm-hmm. on the Saturn V um and just the line I'm not going back to Alabama is uh, <laughs> really, really really funny <laughs> um and also Boyd Holbrook's character that's another nit to pick why is this fucking dude from like Kentucky or whatever like you know what this nazi, never mind he's from he's from the south that makes sense
1: i, I was gonna say i think it's, it's uh also implied that he is a nazi sympathizer slash potential member of the kkk
0: yeah yeah well yeah it makes sense I asked uh and then uh, answered it halfway through asking uh yeah i really can't think of anything else i thought it was great it's a good movie hell of a time hell of a time had a great time um do we want to go to the ranking stage of the pod at the end of the the of the series uh rate this movie and then rank it
2: um i just want to say that um i liked the uh the ending and i liked the reference to the scene from uh temple of or um temple raider from, from raiders um oh yeah with, uh, the, with the kiss in the elbow and everything, that was really sweet and yeah. touching.
0: Yep. I also love uh, Indiana Jones' reference to the temple. He was like, You never drink the blood of Kali.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> just like, I, I just, that when they're
0: climbing that rock face yeah. and he's just talking about all the stuff that he's been through he's like you don't have screws in your you know like you don't have all this surgical stuff happen to you is like i made you know how old he is in the movie he's just talking about the shit he's been through it's like yeah you haven't <laughs> been through all that yet Ugh, anyway <laughs> mm-hmm. i do like how subtle it was his his gradual like he wasn't just automatically like a badass again
2: yeah he eased
0: into it like the the, even when he does the fucking bookshelf thing he's just like oh shit did i do
2: that (laughs) you know what i mean yeah yeah me too
0: but yeah i do like uh that ending part with them and then and just
2: it's i think it's like i think they did a good job of i think that karen allen said that there was like previous versions of the script where she was like a little bit more involved in the story, Mm -hmm. but I felt like I felt like they respected the relationship and I felt like it was really um, realistic and well done to like and it honored both characters that like Marion and Indy needed to grieve in different ways. And they Mm -hmm. just couldn't do that together, but they did come back. Like they always find each other, which I thought was nice.
0: Yeah, that was on par with, yeah, their relationship.
2: Yeah, with what we've seen before, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: I also love Sala singing, uh, (laughs) you know, singing that song as he's going down the stairs as they're going down to get ice cream. And then the little iris clothes of Indiana Jones. He's not pulling it from up under a a stone wall that's falling down. He's pulling it off of a clothesline because it was, uh, you know, out there to hang in the dry. Anyway, Uh, loved it. Great movie. Um anyway. I think I I, right. I, I, I
2: think I break them now.
0: I think I know my rating, so I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna do four out of five for me. You
2: gotta find the thing.
1: I guess it doesn't we've, really matter. We've had some time <clears throat> to think about this. Normally <laughs> I'll usually watch the movie day of mm-hmm. day before on a good on a good week. Mm-hmm. But this one's really had some time to sit with me, and you know, I was the more I thought about it, I was curious if it was going to wane in my memory or or build stronger. And and this was my rating when I left the theater, and it's it's stay consistent over a week past. I'm also four out of five.
2: I think I can't remember the ratings from the previous movies, uh... but I'm. I'm going to say 4 out of 5 as well.
0: Okay, yeah, your previous rating is 5 out of 5 for Raiders, 4 out of 5 for Temple, 3.5 out of 5 for Crusade, and then 3 out of 5 for...
2: Yeah, I'm going to say 4 out of 5 for this one.
0: And I've already ranked these, which I've been going back and forth on it, but I think I've finally settled into it. But top to bottom, let me me go in my litter box, even though you can fucking look at and tell probably what I'm going to fucking rank it. But um, yeah. So Letterman style, since that's how we do it on this podcast, uh, Letterman style. Of course, that freight that phrase was coined by Rip <laughs> during a Fast and Furious episode. Um, not coined by Dave Letterman. Anyway, number five: Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Number four: Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Number three: Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Number two, Raiders of the Lost Ark. If you call it Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark, you are a cop. And number one, Indiana (laughs) Jones and the Last Crusade. That time I'm ranking them. And of course, I'll change it. I don't know, man. Temple of Doom and Dial of Destiny kind of neck and neck, but like Dial of Destiny just edges it out a little bit more. Um,
1: Yeah, I I feel like battle of destiny is also going to like grow on us as well. Like yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. going to rewatch it when it hits Disney plus and you know, probably forever. I will rewatch this movie forever. Oh yeah. Uh, I, 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 I at this moment in time, I'd say my ranking is the same, mm-hmm. um, but again, Raiders and crusade can flip at any given moment same. to me. And same thing with this and temple. Can like flip, mm-hmm. but I do think long run this will solidify itself in the third spot over Temple.
0: Yeah, I mean I, it's not racist.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, true. That's true.
0: All, it's got a kick ass kid. I, I love short round, but Teddy's also great. Uh, what was another thing with Phoebe Waller Bridge? Sorry, Peyton, to stall your ranking. No, you're good. I just thought about this, but her and that fiance, the fucking guy chasing her, that was so
2: fun. That shit was oh, so yeah. fun. My brother was like, oh, "I wish they didn't kill him because I wanted to see more of them together."
0: Yeah, if he would have come back and was still going after her, yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But that's that like so that, Yeah, that's too funny though. Like, yeah, that, that yeah, been the movie too funny. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, we can't have it be just like Last Crusade. We yeah, can't make yeah. it can be too funny. <laughs> that's got to be the funniest one, Last Crusade. <laughs> anyway, Peyton, how would you rate these movies?
2: Um, mine's gonna be a little different. So obviously, Crystal Skull is number one. No, I'm just kidding. Um, for number five, I would say the Crystal Skull. Uh, number four, I would say is Dial of Destiny. Number three is Last Crusade. Two Temple of Doom, and one is Raiders.
0: This is. uh, I'm looking at your ratings, and this makes no sense to me. Oh, it
2: doesn't work out with my ratings
0: because Dial of Destiny, you ranked it higher than Last Crusade.
2: Oh, right. Oh actually that's what i meant yeah i want dial of destiny as three and last crusade is four i think i just like had original trilogy blindness and was like nothing can be better than that
0: i guess we don't because we know who's not coming back next season
2: oh shit
0: all this what did i do last crusade hate
2: I don't hate Last it. Last crew it's hater. Not, it's, just fa- it's just not my favorite. It's just not my favorite. I rated
1: it. I rated it above Kingdom of the Crystal Skull.
2: That's not high enough. <laughs> not high
0: enough.
1: All right, fine, 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 Last Crusade, space, space, space. Of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> That's all Crystal Skull was with space. <laughs> ah, shit. No, it was and this one apparently.
0: <laughs> i i, I want to see i just i just i want i want to know george lucas needs to come out of the shadows finally and be like here's what my 50 indiana jones it could have had this yeah <laughs> and just all the weird shit he would have put in this yeah. movie
2: does i think it? i'm just not I'm not a dad movie person you know so that's why glass crusade isn't as high for me do
0: you like mom movies i do yeah well you should check out sneakers starring robert redford oh my okay God. i'm gonna check it out
2: <laughs>
0: it's a great great mom movie
2: i love robert redford so that's a I'm mom there. movie
0: for sure mom's like just mom's watching that movie doing this oh, Steven
2: <laughs> full, oh, where where God, the dad Steve. like stands and puts his hands on on the back of his on his back Mm -hmm. like the mom standing and folding laundry while she watches sneakers.
0: Yes, that's exactly.
2: Or, or she's
0: reading a book at the same time, like my mom does. She'll be, my mom will be fucking reading a book, and she's like, "I'm watching this." I'm like, "No, you fucking, you're reading a goddamn book. (laughs) You can't consume two pieces of media at
1: once." Watching words (laughs) is what you're watching. Excuse me, I gotta watch this TikTok
0: while I'm trying to watch this movie. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah. So that was uh, Dial of Destiny. As you can tell, we all really liked it. And if you didn't like it, then um, you know, rate us five stars and then tell us why you didn't like it. Because I'm I've forgot the password to our Gmail, so um, I can't log in. So the only way you can communicate with us or you can yell at um, <laughs> this is a good transition into the plugs. You can yell at um, Rich Cami on all socials. And you can talk to Peyton Cody Lynch on Instagram, Twitter. And uh, are you Peyton Cody Lynch on Twitter? Is that too many characters for a username?
2: Nope, I'm Peyton Cody Lynch. Yeah, no okay. spaces.
0: Um, or you know, if you want to keep listening to Peyton talking about movies, you can go and uh, listen to Queer Movie Night. This is or, nice. Uh,
2: I want Nick to just say all of our stuff. Yeah, it's a lot quicker. <laughs> you can um,
0: you can you can go see Rip um, you know, comedy sports cse chicago.com he's he's doing league night on thursdays uh not when i'm fucking visiting him Wow! and then uh, (laughs) you can go see house party on fridays which apparently are really i wouldn't know this because i because if it didn't fucking go i ate a croissant crust pizza instead and um i watched 20 episodes of seinfeld god that was like that might have been my favorite day of the trip
1: (laughs) just watching seinfeld and eat pizza it was (laughs) nice seeing you too Nick. Yeah. <laughs> That's Friday
0: night where I had I got a brain freeze eating drinking a fucking alcoholic drink called the Miami Vice.
1: Vice and <laughs> a slice.
0: Yeah, pretty good. Pizza Lobo in Andersonville. Great neighborhood. Well, anyway. Um, I also ate ice cream, so that probably anyway. Uh follow us, follow us all on Letterboxd. Um, I'm on there as lathan video. I think Rich is probably Rich Cami, and then Peyton, are you Peyton Cody Lynch on there? Uh yeah. All right. Um, I think I got all our plugs in. Is there anything else we want to promote? This comes out this Friday, the fourteenth. I just want to bro- uh, promote watching the movie Con Air on July fourteenth because July fourteenth is a uh, uh a central date because that's the day that Cameron Poe, played by Nicolas Cage, gets out of prison in the movie Con Air. <laughs> um, I'm gonna see my dad for the first time on July fourteenth. Uh, anyway, uh, that's is read by John Malkovich. And then he pulls up a bunny and goes, <laughs> anybody makes a move and a bunny gets it. Anyway, <laughs> great movie, Con Air. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us in this episode. We're going to take a month off, but we'll be back on in, in I want to say sep- September. No, we're not taking a month off. We're taking a week off. And then we're talking Fast X, finally. Which I know Rip knows every that whole knows that movie Frontwards and Backwards watched it once
1: has I downloaded it into my brain. Yeah,
0: you you're winning the streaming wars. Yeah, I <laughs> you, can just, download, you can just download
1: movies into your. brain. I watched it with my God's eye.
0: Yeah. Mm. Uh. Anyway. Yeah. So come back uh, the twenty eighth when we'll talk about Fast X. Uh. Rip do you have a quote to take us out on? Uh, Hello, Rint, do you have a quote to take us out on?
1: I I just thought we were in this for all the wrong reasons. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.